2: You are listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast, where food and sports clash at the goal line. Here are your hosts, Spencer
1: and Michael. All right, everybody, welcome into another episode of the 23 Personnel Podcast. This is your instant reaction to Texas Tech Deck hiring Joey McGuire. I'm your host, Spencer, joined by Michael. Michael, what's up, man?
2: Hey, this has been a pretty wild day, week, couple of weeks. Uh, You know, I I was a little distraught after the trailer news on Halloween. We're trying to hand out candy and be in a happy mood. Then all that dropped, and then Patterson got fired. And to me, it just right after that, I was already in, uh, well, we should probably hire Joey McGuire. And then after that, I was full on into, we have to hire Joey McGuire uh, I was convincing myself and Anthony Lynn in case the committee didn't feel the same way, but I, I <laughs> the think emotional I, hedge. I love it. <laughs> right. I, I think this was, you know, history will, will prove whether it's right or not, but this sure seems like the right call. I, he's checked all the boxes that everybody wants. I mean, if you go on, on Twitter, there's so many congratulatory tweets from, from coach trailer, by the way. And, From uh, former coaches, staff that he's worked with, uh, just high school associations in general, high schools are reaching out, coaches of other high schools are reaching out. Um, I I think it's a really – it's already kind of proving to be what we thought it would be. And by we, who's actually listening, by the way, um, lots of credit to Kyle Jacobson because because of him, McGuire had been on my radar for – yeah my mcguire had been on my radar for at least a year i think or right at a year he'd been talking to him up in in our circle for a long time and and so it was an easy sell for me i know a lot of people are just probably learning about him over the last couple of weeks but uh you know i'd i wasn't super pumped about trailer or or mcguire to be honest with you and then as soon as trailer was off the table i thought oh man we I've really got to dig into Maguire more and got fully convinced over the last couple of weeks. How about you? I I just feel like I've rambled for 5 minutes
1: after you just asked me how I was doing. No, So what we what we wanted um was somebody that could come in and excite the fan base. That's you're starting to see that that momentum pick up a little bit even those that were were hesitant that were wanting Bre, uh Bryles and or Leach. they're starting to come around. Um and then we we were wanting somebody that could come in with some strong Texas ties to help improve the te- the recruiting at Texas Tech, uh, specifically within the state of Texas. And you saw today, you know, he was he was announced uh, this morning uh, via Twitter from the athletic department, and the the offers have been rolling out the door. Now, there have been like four or five offers that have gone out to to athletes already. You've seen one already commit, uh, Jalen Peoples is a – uh, is a three-star cornerback from Cedar Hill High School. I believe he he coached uh, people's older brother while he was down there. Um, so you're starting to see some of that start to pay off. I'm I'm excited the 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 connections that he has within the state that's going to help him get in the door. Uh, you know whether it's it's into you know a recruit's home or just into the, the facilities there at, at, at numerous high schools across the state. We've seen so many coaches and high school programs come out and voice their their support uh, for, for Coach Joe McGuire now that, you know, it, it feels like he can walk in and just recruit just about anybody he wants to within the state and he will be welcome there. Whereas previous, you know, uh, head coaches, for whatever reason, have not been super great. Uh, about doing that, and and we've we've had our own complaints about uh, their ability or desire to recruit, even within the city of Lubbock. Um, yeah, but I think I think we're starting to start to see that change. the The biggest thing, I guess, the biggest question now that that's going to be left to answer is one: how how effectively, how well can he recruit? Um, yeah, so you know, he he's starting that now. The, the other thing is going to have to be what kind of staff he's able to put together. Um, and then with that though, be, because you fired a head coach, you only had one coaching position available to hire. You, you've now filled that Texas tech has the, the NCAA allotment of coaches on the staff at 10. So uh, you won't be able to officially hire anybody until after the season or until somebody else is let go. Um, what that looks like? How,
2: you know? how, how about how good that is, though? Uh, I, I didn't really consider the timing of this. You know, had had Tech hired someone like Trailer, do you think Trailer probably would have finished out the year? Dykes probably would have finished out the year, that sort of thing. But but going for you know, Lynn probably would have finished out the year too. I, I would be kind of surprised he built an NFL job. Um, but you know, with McGuire. He was at a position to where he could just, just transition to this role immediately. And, and we're going to see dividends for that because guys, it's November 8th and he's out here getting commits. He's gotten at least four or five commits, not commits. He's made four or five offers today. Sorry. I got to make sure I use the right word. He's made four or five offers today that I'm aware of as of, you know, six forty. 40, it, it probably is. He's probably still going to keep working. Um, you know, Wells came in in December and was was just barely able to hold together the, the class that Kingsbury had started. So, I mean, the fact that this guy who this is what he's known for is able to focus on this and only this aside from hiring a staff, which, you know, that is kind of important. But he's able to focus on those two things pretty much just as his full time job for at least what, five weeks? You know, if Tech makes a bowl game, he can focus on it even longer. Uh, It's just really an unintended, you know, uh, benefit of this arrangement that I had never really considered until I just saw it put out in front of me, thinking that, well, this is just perfect. This is great. He's not coming in under the eight ball, trying to close some deals in 10 days or whatever. Uh, You know, Cumbie gets to completely have the reins of the team. He doesn't have to worry about McGuire trying to do his input, you know, one way or the other. And I, I think that Cumby might welcome that type of input here and there, but that's going to be on up to him to decide, which is the way to do it. Uh, I, I just, this transition, I, I think is, it's going to give some of these guys on the staff a chance. I feel like if they want to, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he extended an offer to a handful of the guys on the staff. We'll just have to see about that. But man, what a position to be in to where you've hired a guy who's known for his ability to get talent to his teams. And that is all he's going to do pretty much for a month before he even, you know, moves in his first paperweight into his, on his office desk.
1: Yeah. and
3: Okay. It's time to commit.
1: I could stay here forever.
2: Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit carvana.com today.
1: This goes back to the recruiting advantage that um that some some sitting head coaches had had complained about with you know, with a team that doesn't make a bowl game, they get like the extra month of recruiting against teams that are preparing for a bowl game, right? You get so much so because you're kind of rolling with nine guys in the staff now. Uh, and then you've got your lead recruiter basically from here on out, just on the road, doing what he does. Um, so yeah, we're, I'm, I'm definitely going to be paying attention to, to the, how these, how these offers are rolling out uh, to the guys that he's looking to add to the team. Um, and then I'm mm. keeping our ear to the, to the ground to see what we hear in terms of the staff. Um, but I'd definitely be interested to open up to the floor to to hear some of your guys' reaction to to the news as it's rolling out today that Texas Tech hired uh, McGuire, especially Kyle, uh, Brian, Scott, as a a Kansas State fan. You know, love to hear what you guys are thinking. Um, I just think, one, when when we saw that, you know, the news coming out this weekend that, or rumors or whatever it was uh, talking about the possibility of Bryles or um, the, the the courtship, whatever, between Tech and Leach uh, approaching that possibility. It just felt like we had McGuire in our hand. We're going to screw it up by all these other guys that nobody really wanted to be here or that the, the candidate itself probably didn't want to be here and Mike Leach. Um, but it looks like, you know, obviously everything worked out as you were able to, to, to get McGuire Mag- uh, and again, as you mentioned, Michael, the best possible timeline or best possible candidate, right? Because you were able to get him from a school where he doesn't have to finish out his 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 year there, right? Like he's not a coordinator, he's right. not a head coach. You're able to get him here now and working, um, and not interfering what's going on with with, with the operation day to day with you know Cumby and the guys here, but looking to, to the future. So Scott, want to want to welcome you on uh, and. And get your perspective as as a, a fellow Big Twelve school. What do you see in a in a guy like McGuire, or you know how the coaching search worked out for Texas Tech, as you know as you guys are looking at us as you know obviously future opponents.
0: Yeah, from the outside looking in, uh, it, it really was interesting. I think the search really kind of got flipped on its head when you see TCU. Fire Patterson, you start seeing some of the same names being mentioned, then, uh, you know, UTSA with that big extension. I was like, oh, man, I don't know what, you know, tech is going to do when the news first broke today. And all my K-State group chats, we were all like a little surprised, like, okay, you know, he isn't a coordinator he's going to be able to recruit texas um i think who who was it? uh your your buddy kyle in the chat said great greatly connected so i think he's going to be able to probably put together a staff it did seem like it might have been hey a little quick to do it but i've i've really been interested and it makes a lot more sense hearing you guys lay out why it happened uh the way it did and then i was reading something else uh You know, today, and it was a Baylor blogger who was basically saying, "You know, this sucks for them because they were getting ready, or at least a lot of them thought, okay, if Dave Aranda gets a the, the LSU job, which I guess he's being mentioned for, that's who they wanted to replace him. So it's it's all starting the timeline. Everything's starting to make sense from an outsider's perspective, and I'm really going to be interested to see how this plays out. I the it's a bad analogy, but You know, sitting up here in Kansas, this looks looks like a better situation and a better version of what KU tried to do with David Beatty. Again, a lot more substance with, uh, you know, doing this than what they did. But that's the outsider's perspective. And I want to see an experiment like this really work because this is what I would like to see K-State do the next time they get a new guy, someone who is more of a CEO than being entrenched on one side of the ball or another or a promoted coordinator, something like that. So I I'm interested. And I think that this might be the way college football programs go moving forward versus trying to find a savant on one side of the ball, finding that recruiting CEO who truly connects to the region and can build a staff. So that's an outsider's perspective looking in. And I'll be interested to hear more from you guys and folks who followed this way more closely to tell me, hey, I'm an idiot. I'm way wrong. And just kind of, I'm just excited to see this experiment.
1: Yeah, for sure, Scott. And, and I, I think one thing that, that some outsiders may not understand or they may, may not have the context for is um, how highly regarded that Maguire was, that, you know, Rule, when, when he was leaving, Baylor wanted Maguire to take over for him, um, but that the the administration there, Baylor didn't think he was quite ready. But, you know, Dave Aranda all, obviously saw some value in him and retained him. Um, and I think just... Seeing the, the reaction from Baylor fans and, and, and the other members of the staff there, how how much that, like, they, you know, are obviously excited for him, but they also realize that, you know, it's kind of a blow to their program and, and that the value that, that he's going to bring to Texas Tech, he's been doing for Baylor for five years. Um, so, like, you know, we're, we're, we're going to have to deal with some of the, the outsiders that don't understand, like, how, how, highly regarded he is within the state of Texas. Um, Well, luckily
0: for you guys, I mean, being a school in Texas, being able to fill out 25 guys a year in Texas, you don't, it doesn't give one damn what any outsider thinks, you know, that's the glory of this hire. It doesn't matter what anyone outside of the Lone Star State thinks about this because I, like I said, that was my initial reaction. Everything I hear more and more about it. It's like, okay, I understand completely why he did this. And if it works out the way folks think it will, I think that this is going to catapult Texas Tech to a level of a little bit, you know, like they were with Leach, but with maybe a little less, you know, crazy, chaotic energy, which I think is what, you know, any program would be chasing.
1: Yeah, and that's that's just, you know, obviously is something that we're, we're all excited about, um, you know, just being able to see what, what he's able to do. Um, you know, it, it's something that we, we've all, you know, we've just – we've been waiting for something like this to happen. And, you know, the, the coaching search last time we were frustrated how quickly uh, Kirby Hill zeroed in on, on Matt Wells and didn't seem to consider anybody else. Um, but yeah, we're, Dan we're did forward. it
2: completely by himself basically yeah. in sort of a vacuum. I think that's, that was the big knock too, which we've discussed before. And I, I saw, it, I think in the chat too, Scott, that you mentioned, you know, just kind of, wondering what his second best quality is. I think he does, uh, you know, if you had to pick more of a OC or DC kind of minded coach, I think he's more defensively minded. Uh, you know, I, I know that I've, I've heard heard a couple of things from our cohort, Kyle and, and Rob, they have their gambling gauchos podcast. They actually sat down with one of his former assistants, Clark Dean, uh, Under Cedar Hill High School, and you know, Dean had a lot of great things to say about McGuire, and and I think Dean was more in charge of the offense, and McGuire would just kind of, even in that role, wouldn't really assert, you know, too much of an emphasis one way or the other. I think he he trusted his guys, and he and so, like you said, a lot of what we're about to go through as as a program is going to depend, I think, quite a bit on who he's able to bring in. Um, But I feel very confident in. The guys he has and the lists we see, I don't even know if we want to get into the list, Spencer, because there are all over the place as to who he could hire, who he could bring in. Um, You know, this may not be the time to go through them, but um, it's pretty optimistic. It's about the most optimistic I've felt since maybe Texas Tech beat Oklahoma State and Stillwater in 2018. That was about the last time I felt this optimistic about the program. program.
1: Yeah, and, and I'll just do it really quickly. I, I don't want to go through and evaluate each of the names, but um, just some of the names that that we've seen so far for the staff. Um, uh, I, I think most people would, would would expect that McGuire will will give Kumbi a shot to stay on as offensive coordinator. Um, again, we'll we'll see how that plays out, whether or not uh, McGuire wants that, or or if. Cumbie wants to evaluate other options, but that's certainly one name. We've also heard Zach Kitley, who was a former Texas Tech assistant under Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, he was an offensive GA here when Mahomes was here. Uh, he's a, he was the offensive coordinator at Houston Baptist a couple of years ago when, when they gave Texas Tech the scare, uh, and then he's the offensive coordinator now at Western Kentucky. Um, on the defensive side, I think that the guy that, that everybody's keyed in on or that that they're looking at McGuire uh, pursuing the most heavily, uh, I'm, I'm going to butcher his name, but Mike Cerevo, Uh he's a linebackers coach at at, at the Carolina, Ca- Carolina Panthers, not Carolina, Carolina. Um, but he was at Baylor with McGuire uh, there with with Matt Rule. Um, other names: uh, Emmett Jones uh, is a, a an assistant there. That he's been a Texas high school coach, was here on staff with, with Kingsbury, uh, and then moved on uh, to Kansas he's been rumored to to be possibly among those that bring, uh, be evaluated and, and, and offered a job back at Texas tech. Um, Kenny Perry, special teams at, at, uh, SMU used to coach at, at Kansas as well. Supposed to pretty good friends with McGuire. Uh, and he was the head coach at Arlington Bowie. So you get another guy that's, um, pretty, pretty keyed into t- Texas high school football. Um, Bob Wager, he's the head coach at Arlington Martin High School. Um, Brian Nance, uh, he's on the Baylor staff in the, the recruiting department. He, he and uh, McGuire are supposed to be pr- pretty close friends. Um, David Beatty, maybe. Um, and then a bunch of uh, other guys. Uh, I think the other name that people would be familiar with, familiar with would be Clay McGuire, who was an offensive line coach here at Texas Tech a few years ago, uh, currently with uh, USC. And I guess another name, although you know, I don't know how, how realistic it would be to get him as the offensive coordinator, since he supposedly was interviewed for the head coaching position, would be Graham Harrell, uh, which I think a lot of people would be really excited about, again, especially with the connections here to Texas high school football with him and his dad. Uh, and obviously with Harrell being a former Texas Tech Red Raider, um, Kyle would obviously love to have you on to get your thoughts as, as as you've been one of the 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 champions for hashtag Hire McGuire going back uh, to last December. Um, Kyle, what how, how have you been? How have you been feeling today? Where, where are your emotions at right now? Well, I'm with all the fans on Facebook. I don't know who the heck this
3: Joey McGuire character is. <laughs> And I'm wondering why we didn't hire somebody from the leech tree, because, you know, we're not allowed to hire anybody who didn't graduate here or from the leech tree.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I I was also wondering, too, you know, um, just look like another move towards mediocrity. I kept seeing that on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Uh, no, but. Has uh, this guy even coached anywhere before? I also saw a lot of, oh, great, we just hired someone. A a, a Bryles disciple, you'll hide all your children and all this other stuff. Like, oh, okay, Hank, no, no. He was at Baylor, yes. ignorance is astonishing. Yeah. That's why you should never um,
3: participate in the Facebook comments. But um, honestly, it was a little surreal. Like, you know, I've been um, telling my wife and, you know, everybody about Joey McGuire the past couple weeks. And so, like, to see the video of him you know, putting his guns up and being like, you know, let's go Red Raider Nation. I was like, I can't believe this is actually happening. I mean, it's just hard to think of a time where I got what I wanted in a sports (laughs) scenario, (laughs) like to this extent at least. Um, Like I told Rob, I mean, he asked me on the podcast, he was like, I mean, if you could handpick anybody to be the head coach, you know, even totally unrealistic, like if you could get Saban or Urban Meyer, who would it be? And, like, kind of facetiously, facetiously, kind of seriously, I was like, I would still take Joey McGuire <laughs> over these guys. And so it's been kind of wild. And then, yeah, following all the recruiting stuff, um, I mean, imagine what the last 12 to 24 hours have been like for him. Like, he accepts the job, I'm sure signs a contract, probably has a thousand texts and phone calls from his friends, family, colleagues, um, is trying to say goodbye to his old team, trying to coordinate a move to a new house in Lubbock. And in between all that, he's got time to call apparently like six or eight high school guys and offer them when a commitment from one of them. And so I'm sure it's a whirlwind and, you know, I'm just trying to like keep up on Twitter. I I didn't have work today, which was nice because otherwise I would have been totally unproductive if I was at the office trying to follow all this, but um, super cool and very excited for McGuire. I think there is a, section of the fan base that obviously kind of didn't know who he was. Um, But I think they'll learn to love him pretty quick. I'm not saying we're going to like win a ton of games immediately, but um, when new coaches are introduced, they always talk about if they won the press conference or not. And um, from the handful of clips I've seen of McGuire in like a pregame speech or a mic'd up setting at a Baylor practice, I'm pretty confident he's going to win the press conference tomorrow and uh, hopefully that'll kind of get the ball rolling on some additional fan support for this hire.
2: Yeah. So yeah, speaking on that press conference, that's what at noon, that's at noon on Wednesday was no wait, Tuesday, noon on Tuesday. Yeah. Noon on Tuesday, I think at the uh, West side club level.
1: Okay. Yeah. So that's something that um, we may be going to, will we'll, We'll check that out tomorrow. See what the the schedule's like, but yeah, one I I I I did see some of those same comments and, and and guys saying that Kyle, that like, who is this guy? One, they they either mis mistributed him to being a part of the Braille staff, or that you know he didn't he hasn't done anything. But I think. You know, j- just looking at the at, at the board over there on inside the Red Raiders and 24-7 sports, they're having a hard time keeping up with uh, the offers. Like all of these new threads are starting with new offer, new offer, new offer. Um, You know, we've got a couple of uh, 2023 guys on, on the defensive line There's a 2022 defensive lineman. Uh, Sidney and Benasaur is a tight end, who's uh, obviously brother of Nelson and Benasaur already on, on, on campus. And then Jalen Peoples, the commit, the defensive back commit from Cedar Hill. So, like, you're you're starting to see some of these these coming in. I, I, I'm I'm hoping and 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 thinking that some of this this early momentum is going to help continue to build support, Went over some of these these fans that were a little uh, more, more hesitant. I, I I texted my brother-in-law. He's like, so Texas Tech hired somebody, and I was, you know sent him like a link and and. T- t- told him, you know, some of the things he's done. And like 20 minutes later, he texts me back with like this long book. It's like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm converted. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm on the the Maguire train. And he was super excited about it. Um, I I think we're gonna see a lot more people do that as, as they start to get to know him, as they hear him speak, as they see his excitement and enthusiasm, you know, uh, I I just think that that momentum will, will continue to build uh, within the fan base, obviously, as well as on the recruiting trail. So, anybody else that wants to jump up and give their thoughts, obviously, we'd, we'd love to have you guys on. Kyle, appreciate you helping uh, keep us all engaged on social with the uh, hashtag Hire McGuire. Um, I, I, I think we're 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 going to attribute this hire to you for forever. Uh, just because I'm bad, you,
2: this is this is on you, yeah, buddy. This is this is all yeah. you,
1: Kyle. <laughs> yeah, you got to be careful with that.
3: If we're if we win 10 games in year three, then yeah, I'll take all the credit. But, um, I know the very first time there's like even a three and out or a pick six in year one, oh, no. people are going to be in my mentions like, hey, buddy, I thought you said Joey McGuire was the <laughs> answer. So, what happened right there? Um, yeah, or, yeah, I kind of. Maybe in a way regret putting myself out there So much as such a big supporter Because it, it could come back to bite me I don't think it will in the long run But um, we know how fans are It's it's short for fanatic So um, it could be an interesting time for me On, on Twitter over the next couple of years <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah well so unless Anybody else has anything else, anything else they'd like to share We're going we're gonna to hop off Obviously we're excited about the, the news today that Tech, Tech hired Joey McGuire. We're gonna have a little bit more information on this tomorrow after the press conference. We're gonna have your normal Twitter personal podcast episode as we instant prepare. reaction. Yeah, we're gonna have well you have, uh, have another instant reaction. We're gonna have the the Iowa State football preview and the North Florida basketball instant reaction all for you tomorrow night. So check back on your pod feeds t- tomorrow night, Wednesday morning. Um, Michael, you got any last last thoughts to get out there?
2: No, not really. I mean, the, the only thing I kind of wanted to point out is a is a tweet that I'd seen earlier. And yeah, it may not be a direct correlation, but hell with it, I'm going to say it is. Texas Tech has only out recruited Baylor once, according to the the uh, two four seven rankings in the last seven seasons, um, and Baylor has averaged fifth, whereas Tech has averaged eighth. So hopefully, I mean, if there's some way that could flip-flop or at least be more competitive, I I think we're going to see a lot of, you know, like Kyle said, not immediate success. We don't need to bank on immediate success. I don't want to put too much expectation on this hire, but I I am excited, I I think, and I don't want to mention other people because it's not fair to McGuire because it's his moment, but outside of Anthony Lynn or something, I don't think I would have been as excited about any of the other candidates. Um, I think he's – He's the number one guy
1: in my heart and in my mind. And <laughs> that's it. That's all I got. Yeah, just, just really quickly talk, talking about the, the recruiting. Jalen Peoples, the, the defensive back commit, uh, already the second best player in your class. Um, and I just think that'll continue to, to, to snowball there. So for, for Michael, I'm Spencer. We'll catch you guys next time.